Welcome to Sales is Not a Dirty Word, the show that proves if it's a fit, it's a fact. I'm your host, revolutionary sales coach, Alicia Barr, the creator of the Matchmaker Sales Method. If you're a done-for-you service provider who's ready to grow your profits and impact without pressure, pitching, or pretending to be someone else, then this is for you. Today, we're going to talk about checking questions. So you might have never heard of that before. And this is one of the main things that is going to make your sales conversation feel like a conversation and not an awkward sales conversation. And it's also one of the biggest mistakes that I see most people making in their sales conversations. So basically, the way we're taught to do sales is to have this interrogation Q&A, right? That's called discovery. And then we're supposed to pitch, which is just one person talking for an extended period of time and asking no questions at any point about whether they like what they're hearing, do they want what we're buying or selling, I mean, um, does that line up with what they had in mind? Things like that, right? And ideally, you want them to be very specific to your pitch. So the issue with not asking specific questions about your pitch is that, first of all, you're just like talking for a while and the other person isn't going to retain everything that you say. So when they leave the sales conversation, they're not going to remember what you said, right? Checking questions, asking a question about a specific deliverable you're explaining or benefit you're explaining or feature you're explaining or whatever, asking a question that makes them reflect on it is going to help them understand what you're saying more and retain it more, which is very important for your buyer to make the right decision for them, right? So a lot of times you'll be saying stuff and you just assume that the other person is understanding why you're mentioning it or why this feature or benefit is really cool for them and what kind of result it produces. But you really need to connect the dots for them on that. Make it so that they have to do as little mental work as possible. So let me give some examples of this, right? For example, I show people, first of all, how to explain their service in a phased kind of approach so that it has a sequence and it's like a story. It has a start, it has an end, and there's a transformation, which is generally going to have a much better result than listing off a bunch of deliverables. And people can really follow from the beginning to the end and envision themselves in it, right? So for example, one of my clients has a social media agency. And the thing that's really different about her social media agency is that she directly engages with your target audience's accounts. So goes to their accounts and comments on it instead of just posting and expecting people to come and comment on your stuff, even though you never engage on theirs, which is what most people do, right? So it's extremely time consuming, but is the difference in the results that you're getting, specifically if the result you want is an inbound lead. So after explaining this in a similar way that I just explained it, we say, do you currently go and engage on your target audience's accounts? That allows them to reflect on what you just said and say, you know what? No, I don't. Have you ever done it? No. Do you appreciate it when other people comment on your stuff? And if they, you have the same people commenting consistently, do you remember them? Yes, that is the power of 
engaging with your client accounts. And the person doesn't feel like they're being pitched, right? They feel like it's a conversation because you're explaining an element of what you do and then asking them a question about it specific to what you just explained. And that's going to sear that into their brain much better than just saying the thing that I said and not asking a question about it and continuing on. Now, the thing that most people end up doing is saying makes sense. And somebody will say yes to make sense the whole time. But have you ever gotten to the end of a conversation with somebody who just said makes sense the whole time? And then they ask a question that makes it very clear that whatever you said did not make sense. It's because makes sense is an automatic yes. And it's because makes sense. If they say no, it kind of implies that they're stupid. So most people don't feel comfortable admitting that. There are some people who will say, no, it doesn't make sense. And they're confident and know that that's not a them problem, that's a you problem. But most people don't have that level of confidence or that level of comfort with confrontation. Um, that is definitely the exception. So you don't want to ask makes sense. If you ask makes sense and I find out about it, I will find you and I'll slap you. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, don't say makes sense, right? Um, you want to ask a specific question that lets the person can't just like say yes to in a daze. They have to stop and think about it and reflect on what you just said. So another example could be anybody who has a who has a course, right? Ideally, when you have an online course, you also have exercises that somebody needs to implement directly after a video where you explain a new skill, right? Because you learn a lot better implementing. So in those cases, when it's the part of the sales conversation that I've created for somebody where they need to be explaining that they have their course laid out a certain way for better results, they ask, have you ever just read a textbook and not retained any of the information? And have you ever read a textbooks, textbook and then immediately implemented it? And were you better able, able to retain that information? And they're going to say, yeah. And you're going to say, yeah, that's why we've laid out the course this way so that, first of all, it's it's not boring. Second of all, you get results as you go. And third of all, it's permanent. The skill you're adopting will be permanent. So that person's able to remember, oh, this isn't just a regular, this isn't just an online course with videos that I just have to watch hours and hours of, right? I'm going to be implementing and getting results as I go. So another example could be an interior designer, right? Interior designers struggle all the time with people understanding the value of what they do. So being able to explain your offer maybe by starting and saying, the first thing that we do is understand what kind of feeling you want from the space that we're gonna be designing. Do you wanna be inspired? Do you wanna be motivated? Do you wanna feel comfortable? Do you wanna feel calm, Etc. And that will be the guiding force for creating your space. And then the check-in question could be, have you ever walked into a space and felt at home? And have you ever walked into a space and felt extremely uncomfortable? That is the power that your environment has on you, whether people realize it or not. It has the power to make you happy, sad, uncomfortable, comfortable, etc. And so that is why the desired feeling that you want on a subconscious level is such an important guiding uh, foundation for the work that we do together. 
So they're going to be able to reflect back and, and say, okay, this person's not just helping me like have a nice space. This person's going to help me be inspired or motivated or whatever it is that I want. And that is much more valuable to them than someone just assisting them making their space look better than, than they can alone. Because a lot of people think that that's more like what interior design is about. Maybe like hosting or impressing people or something. So anyway, I hope you can see that in each example, there was a little bit of somebody's service explained and then a question asked that was very specific so that the person can give you an honest answer on, on whether what you just explained did make sense to them. So let's say that they're like, I haven't ever walked into a room and felt like that. You're able to explore that a little bit more with them, right? So, okay, imagine you walked into a room that was all neon green. How would that make you feel? <laughs> you know, you're able to overcome these objections proactively when you have check-in questions after each phase of your service that you're explaining. So it serves so many good purposes to have very specific questions. Um, so to recap, don't just explain your offer or pitch without stopping. Don't ask makes sense because you are not going to get any kind of information that is valuable to you that is going to help you or help the other person. It's just literally a throwaway question. And make sure that you ask specific questions after each phase or major chunk of explaining your offer. And you, you want this question to allow your buyer to reflect on what you said, as a result, understand what you said and retain it and have a conversation about whether that's true for them or not. And you can proactively overcome objections in that way. And it will also make the entire conversation feel like a conversational exchange. They won't feel sold at all. It won't feel like they're a sales conversation at all. It'll just feel like you're talking through something to make sure that somebody understands and that it lines up with what they need and want and all of that. So that brings us to the end of another episode. This has been the Sales is Not a Dirty Word podcast, where we show you how to convert up to 80% of your sales meetings without pressure pitching or pretending to be someone else. And if you want help with checking questions or a way to explain your service so that somebody else understands it or anything like that that's specific to you, then please, please book a sales level up call and we'll identify the top three things you can adjust to immediately make more sales. And it's a great test for us to see if we align and resonate and could be a good fit together because you know my whole philosophy is if it's a fit. So I have options rating from 1500 to 12,000 and all of them immediately increase your results. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.